0: I don't know how to turn her off, because it's right (laughs) off. Groovy. Hey, kids. Good to have you here for another edition of Green Beans, Mushroom Soup, and Strawberry Ice Cream. I'm Mark Gladstone. Tonight's show is part two of my feature on David Bowie in a series called Icons. And just like I mentioned in part one of this feature, this show and this station are Sponsored and supported by Breakout West. Breakout West is a musical celebration of all things Western Canadian, and this year it's being held in Kelowna, BC. There's a four day music conference, a three night festival, an awards lunch, and an awards dinner, and this part's pretty damn exciting. The first person to email us here at the station, Pacific Northwest Radio at gmail.com, with the title of the last David Bowie song played on this show. See? You have to listen to the entire show to know that. Anyway, that person will win a pair of wristbands for the Breakout West Festival. Pretty easy, huh? All you have to do is listen to the songs on this show, email us, and bam! You're going to Breakout West. In the last episode, we followed Bowie's career through some amazing changes. Yeah, see what I did there? Through a few different personas and the first 10 albums of his musical journey. So we're in the back half tonight, mostly. There's still a couple of great songs from the 70s that I'll get to in a few minutes. Hell, I could do four or five shows on his early career alone, so there's a lot of songs that I won't be getting to as well. You'll have to look those up yourself, but hopefully I'm giving you enough reason to want to. So we're starting out musically tonight in the year 1982. Actually written in 1981, but didn't actually find its way onto a David Bowie album until 1983. Confused yet? In 1981, film producer Giorgio Moroder recorded some music for a major film. Director Paul Schrader then asked David Bowie to be involved, and Bowie put lyrics to Moroder's song. The full-length version appeared on the soundtrack album and runs at 6 minutes, 45 seconds long, released in 1982. MCA also released a 12-inch single at the same length. There was also an edited version for the 7-inch release at 4 minutes and 8 seconds long. The single was released three separate times by MCA and did well, but probably didn't see as many turntables as when it was released as part of Bowie's 1983 release, Let's Dance. In that version, David Bowie hired Stevie Ray Vaughan to play the guitar solos and riffs from the song. This is Cat People, Putting Out Fire, the theme song for the movie Cat People in 1982. David Bowie on Pacific Northwest Radio. Say
1: these eyes. The fear of losing you Don't you know my name well, you've been so long And I've been putting
2: on fire with gasoline
0: Welcome back to Green Beans Mushroom Soup and Strawberry Ice Cream. I'm Mark Gladstone and you were just listening to Cat People putting out fire from the soundtrack to the movie Cat People. That single reached number 28 in the UK, number 13 in Canada and number 67 in the US making it Bowie's biggest hit since Golden Years six years earlier. It peaked at number one in New Zealand, stayed there for three weeks as well as number one in Sweden for four weeks, and the same in Norway for seven weeks. So, a big song for Bowie in Europe, but it paled in comparison to later on, when it found its way onto the huge-selling Let's Dance album, released a year later in 1983. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. Let's go back to 1976. Actually, the tail end of 1975 saw this song released as a single. Again, ahead of the album, it would eventually end up on, just like the last song we played. This was the first song completed for the album Station to Station, and was almost the title track. It was also written when Bowie's cocaine addiction was at its peak. Apparently he offered this song to Elvis Presley to perform, but Presley declined it. Bowie performed this song live on the show Soul Train, one of the few white artists to perform on the show and he got drunk to do it. Nevertheless, the video clip from that show was used as promotion and helped the song climb into the charts for 16 weeks in the U.S., reaching as high as number 10, number 8 in the U.K., number 17 in Canada. From Station to Station, released in 1976, this is Golden Years. More David Bowie on Pacific Northwest Radio.
1: taking you nowhere Angel Come, brother, baby the Look at that sky, life's begun Nights are warm and the days are young Come, brother, baby
2: There's my feet, I lost, that soul. What i can you save a little soul Come, brother, baby lost, they
1: loved you, opening doors and pulling some strings. Angel, come up, baby. did walk luck and you looked in time. Never looked back.
2: Walk tall act bar. Twenty foot long Don't cry my sweet Don't break my heart Doing all right. The Don't get smart Wish upon wish upon Day upon day I believe all the way I believe all the way Run for the shadows Run for the shadows Run for the shadows In these golden years Thank you. Que...
0: That was the song, Golden Years, from the Station to Station album, released in 1976. A song Bowie rarely played in concert, until the Sirius Moonlight Tour, in support of the Let's Dance album, almost seven years later. You're back with Icons, a series I run once in a while to pay tribute to some of the best artists we've ever known. Tonight is part two of David Bowie. I just wish Dave would get himself sorted fucking out. He's totally confused, that lad. I just wish he could be in this room right now, sat here, so I could kick some sense into him. That's a quote from Mick Ronson, Bowie's guitarist, in 1975, just before the album Station to Station was released. He's mostly referring to Bowie's cocaine habit. Cocaine was pretty much the fuel of the music industry in the 70s. Bowie was fairly candid about his drug use during this period. I've had short flirtations with smack and things, he told Cameron Crowe in 1975, but it was only for the mystery and the enigma. I like fast drugs. I hate anything that slows me down. The British pop newspaper Record Mirror actually described Bowie as old vacuum cleaner nose. The Thin White Duke was David Bowie's persona during this time, and the Duke's favorite cocktail was a mixture of speed and cocaine. Bowie himself described the Thin White Duke as a very Aryan fascist type, a would-be romantic with absolutely no emotion at all, but who spouted a lot of neo-romance. And Michael Lipman, Bowie's manager during 1975, said his client can be very charming and friendly, and at the same time, he can be very cold and self-centered. Bowie, he added, wanted to rule the world. It may not have helped his situation much that the two people he hung out most with in 1975 were Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin and occult filmmaker Kenneth Anger. In March of that year, he moved to Los Angeles, California, where he was drawing pentagrams on the wall experimenting with a tarot card deck that Alistair Crowley himself had created, chanting spells, making hexes, and investigating the powers of the devil against the Jewish mystical system, the Kabbalah. So in retrospect, it's amazing that Station to Station came off as well as it did. By the time the album was completed, he was suffering severe and almost continuous hallucinations. Let's go back, just before this period, to David Bowie's ninth studio album, Young Americans. More of an R&B and soul album than his previous records, Bowie described the sound as plastic soul, and went on to say it was the squashed remains of ethnic music as it survives in the age of Muzak rock, written and sung by a white limey. Helping Bowie achieve this sound was Carlos Alomar on guitar, the beginning of a 30-year relationship in Bowie's band, and singer Luther Vandross. Even John Lennon was involved. The album itself reached the top 10 in the Billboard charts, and the song Fame, which I'm about to play, hit number one the same year the album was released, 1975. The writing credits on this song include David Bowie, of course, Carlos Alomar and John Lennon. The high falsetto vocal you'll hear on this track, singing the word fame, is the voice of John Lennon. From young Americans, then, this is Fame on Pacific Northwest Radio.
2: Am I still too young? He kissed the van one day She took his ring, took his babies It took him minutes, took her nowhere Heaven knows he's a She finds her slinky back upon on Because coughs as he passes a forehead in my sting Heaven prevails she taking the thing Put the freak in his title for nothing This is a step and cuts his hand Showing nothing It swoops like a song She cries, where of all Papa's hero is gone 20 Simple, gentle, so leather, leather everywhere, and not a miss left from the ghetto. Well, 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 what you carry on your things, uh? In case, just in case of depression, sit on your hands on the bus of survivors, blushing at all the Afro-Caribbeans.
0: Welcome back to Green Beans, Mushroom Soup, and Strawberry Ice Cream. I'm Mark Gladstone, and tonight's show, Icons, is all about David Bowie. You just heard the song Young American, featuring a very young David Sanborn on saxophone, and before that was Bowie's biggest hit yet, Fame. Apparently not one of Bowie's favorites. He said he had no idea it would be a hit, but that he wouldn't know a hit song if it slapped him across the face. So we're going to leave the drugs and the 70s behind now. Bowie went through his Berlin trilogy, which I talked about a little on the last show. But to sum it up, it included the albums Low, Heroes, and Lodger. Very electronic sounding, mostly recorded in West Berlin, as it was called at the time. Although Heroes was the only one of the three that was entirely recorded there. And it's where Bowie kicked all of his bad habits. Cold Turkey. In 1980, Bowie released the album Scary Monsters and Super Creeps, and it contained his second number one hit song in the UK, Ashes to Ashes, featuring the return of the Major Tom character from Bowie's Space Oddity album released way back in 1969. Years later, Bowie said that with Ashes to Ashes, he was wrapping up the 70s, really, for himself which seemed a good enough epitaph for it. In this song, Major Tom is no longer the hippie astronaut who leaves a material world behind to journey beyond the stars. Now he's a junkie, strung out in heaven's high, hitting an all-time low. This lyric is a play on the title of Bowie's 1977 album, Low, which charted his withdrawal following his drug use in the U.S., just a short time before. The video for this song, directed by Bowie and David Mallet, was groundbreaking. It was also very expensive. The production cost over $500,000. At the time, it was the most expensive music video ever made. It still remains one of the most expensive of all time. Here's Ashes to Ashes from the album Scary Monsters and Super Creeps, released in 1980, featuring a more vital, revived David Bowie. This is Pacific Northwest Radio.
2: Do you remember Ricardo Speaker? It's such a love song. I've heard a rumor from ground control. Oh no, don't say it's true. The God To and I ain't got no money
1: And I ain't got no hands. But I'm hoping to kick But the cloud yet is glowing, 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 glowing. Ashes to ash and fun to fuck it We know major talks are junky Strung out in heaven's
2: mind
3: Northwest Radio is a proud sponsor of Breakout West, October 10 to 14. Join over 50 bands in 10 venues in downtown Kelowna. Kick off Breakout West with a rock show featuring local Kelowna favorites, The Wild, Little Destroyer, and Like a Motorcycle. Then get your festival wristband for only $15 and keep the weekend live music going with three nights of music with over 50 bands in over 10 venues across downtown Kelowna. Tickets for both the kickoff concert and festival wristbands are on sale now. 200 plus Canadian and international industry are coming expressly to do business with Western Canadian artists. And don't forget the Western Canadian Music Awards, where artists and industry will be presented with their 2018 award for their categories. Breakout West is the place for music discovery in all genres. Find your next favorite artist here. Download the Breakout West 2018 app for all details and plan your Breakout West week. For more information about the festival go to breakoutwest.ca See you there music lovers!
0: Now that's a song for the times, huh? Released way back in 1997, it's probably more relevant now than ever. I'm Afraid of Americans, another very cool video for this tune, written by David Bowie and Brian Eno. The video features a dark and shady Trent Reznor lurking in the shadows, terrorizing Bowie. Bowie describes the feelings behind the song. It's not as truly hostile about Americans as, say, born in the USA. It's merely sardonic. I was traveling in Java when its first McDonald's went up. It was like, for fuck's sake. The invasion by any homogenized culture is so depressing. The erection of another Disney world in, say, Umbria, Italy, more so. It strangles the indigenous culture and narrows expression of life. There was a single released the same year, though it wasn't the album version. The single was a remix done by Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails fame after they toured together. The single version became more popular than the album, probably because of the video. Let's push on further, deeper into the 80s, with a couple of songs here. Different albums, quite different sounds, both with a really cool lineup of musicians. The Let's Dance album was huge for David Bowie. The title track reached number one in the UK and the US, and two others, Modern Love and China Girl, both reached number two. Add to that the reworked version of Cat People, which was already a hit. It all adds up to Bowie's biggest album ever. Released in 1983, it features Stevie Ray Vaughan on guitar, Omar Hakim on drums, and was produced by Nile Rodgers. I'm going to play China Girl from that album, and then let's head up to 1985, from the soundtrack to the film The Falcon and the Snowman. Writing credits for this song are David Bowie, Pat Matheny, and Lyle Mays. Lyle Mays is the keyboardist for the Pat Matheny group, both amazing players. This is one of my favorite Bowie tunes. This is not America, right after China Girl on Pacific Northwest Radio.
2: Jesus was of Swastika I not right. Little beats in me well.
0: Welcome back to Green Beans, Mushroom Soup, and Strawberry Ice Cream with me, Mark Gladstone, as your host. If you just tuned in tonight, this show is called Icons, and this is part two of a feature on David Bowie. You just heard the song This Is Not America from 1985, and before that we played China Girl from the Let's Dance album released in 1983. A bit of a jump here, heading to 1995, and the album Outside, a much more industrial sound for Bowie, and the song The Heart's Filthy Lesson. It was an immediate favourite at Bowie's live concerts, partly due to its inclusion in the film Seven. It was played over the closing credits, cementing its popularity. The single contained an alt-mix, remixed by Trent Reznor and Dave Ogilvie with Chris Vrenna. Again, a slightly different version from the one I'm playing. It can be found on the album Nothing Has Changed, which was released in 2014. Sort of a three-disc best of album. Here's The Heart's Filthy Lesson on Pacific Northwest Radio.
2: 2
1: I had to get the train from Potsdamer Platz You never knew that, that I could do that, just walking the day. Under a man lost in time near Cardeville, just walking the dead. Thousand people, Crosper's a book, Fingers are crossed just in case, Walking Dead.
2: I
0: You were just listening to the song, Where Are We Now?, another of my favorite David Bowie songs, again from the album Nothing Has Changed. It was originally on the album The Next Day, released a year earlier in 2013. Bowie had not released new material since 2003's Reality or performed live since 2006, and it was generally believed that he had retired. But on the morning of his 66th birthday, Where Are We Now? appeared on iTunes, along with information about Bowie's upcoming new album, The Next Day. The release was issued with no promotion, with fans discovering the existence of the single themselves. The news was widely reported, and the single received much radio airplay, quickly topping the iTunes downloads chart and eventually charting at number six on the UK singles chart. Despite the media attention surrounding the surprise release, Bowie made no media appearances regarding the album or its single, Where Are We Now? It was his last top ten hit before his death. I've got two more songs by David Bowie before I close this chapter of Icons, both from the Black Star album. The album was released on his 69th birthday, January 8th, 2016, and two days later he was dead, after suffering from liver cancer for the past 18 months. Not too many knew about his illness, including some family and good friends. Here's the craziest tune on this show first, called "'Tis a pity she was a whore." And I'll follow that with the song, Lazarus. Both from Black Star, David Bowie's final album. You're listening to Pacific Northwest Radio.
2: Nothing left to lose I'm so high it makes my brain
1: whirl Drop my cell phone down below
2: Hate that just like me? King, then I used up all my money. I was looking for you.
0: You're back with green beans, mushroom soup, and strawberry ice cream. I'm Mark Gladstone, and tonight's show, Icons, has been the second of two parts, featuring the artistry of David Bowie. You just heard two songs from the last album of Bowie's career, Blackstar, his 25th album. We just played Lazarus, and before that was Tis a Pity She Was a Whore. Crazy song, that is. I'm going to leave you with a few quotes from some of the people who knew David Bowie the best, other musicians and friends. Tony Visconti, producer on a whack of Bowie's albums, including the Berlin Trilogy and Young Americans, wrote, He always did what he wanted to do, and he wanted to do it his way, and he wanted to do it the best way. His death was no different from his life, a work of art. He made Blackstar for us, his parting gift. I knew for a year this was the way it would be. I wasn't, however, prepared for it. He was an extraordinary man, full of love and life. He will always be with us. For now, it's appropriate to cry. Mick Jagger said, David was always an inspiration to me and a true original. He was wonderfully shameless in his work. We had so many good times together. He was my friend. I will never forget him. Elton John commented that we all know how inspiring he is. We all know that his music stands. We don't have to say anything about the music. It speaks for itself. He was innovative, he was boundary-changing, and he danced to his own tune, which in any artist is really rare. Kate Bush, who rarely even talks in public, told The Guardian in an interview... David Bowie had everything. He was intelligent, imaginative, brave, charismatic, cool, sexy, and truly inspirational, both visually and musically. He created such staggeringly brilliant work, yes, but so much of it, and it was so good. There are great people who make great work, but who else has left a mark like his? No one like him. And Bruce Springsteen commented, Over here on E Street, we're feeling the great loss of David Bowie. David was a visionary artist and an early supporter of our music. Always changing and ahead of the curve, he was an artist whose excellence you aspired to. He will be sorely missed. Kate got it right. There's no one like him. Rest in peace, David Bowie. Okay, so on that happy note, let's play one more song. And guess what? It's not by David Bowie. I mentioned at the beginning of this show that PNWR is sponsored by Breakout West, which is happening in less than two weeks in Kelowna, B.C. I haven't checked the email yet, but remember, if you haven't yet, send us an email, tell us the name of the last David Bowie song played on this show, and if you're the first person, you'll receive a pair of wristbands to this amazing event. That's a pretty damn cool prize. ...for just sending in an email. And here's the tune you just might hear at the opening night. The pre-party to break out West. The band is called The Wild. I was privileged enough to play with them... ...immediately after them, as a matter of fact... ...when PRISM played the late Cowichan Music Festival last year. And I gotta tell you... ...these guys take no prisoners. There's so much energy on that stage. Check it out. This is The Wild... ...with the song Ready to Roll... From the album Wild at Heart on Pacific Northwest Radio. That stuff kicks some serious ass. That was The Wild with Ready to Roll from the album Wild at Heart. They'll be at Breakout West this year. We hope you will be too. And that's a wrap, kids. Thanks for listening tonight. The second part of Icons featuring David Bowie and his amazing career as one of the most creative and ingenious artists to ever walk on stage. Remember to be safe and stay healthy. Try to wake up every day with a smile on your face. It'll help get you through, I promise. Eat smart. Enjoy the food you like, for sure. But stay away from poison. And yeah, that includes french fries, people. Just say no. One of the worst foods on the planet. Don't do it. Or at least make them yourself. Not as bad that way. But the skinny long ones that look like a salt-covered greasy bouquet coming out of that red box? toxic. You're not doing yourself any favors, believe me. Okay, I'm out. Good night, kids.